all been waiting for. We'll be here at Two Bit Production Studios calls the Trifecta of the Hat Trick of Fun. It's your pals, Geeksters. Also known as the Trifecta of Fun too. <laughs> Welcome to episode 140, part three of Geeksters. I'm your host, Ed. I'm your host, Stuttering Muttering Prick Sean. <laughs> the Trifecta. The Trifecta Hat Trick of Fun. That's most. Yeah. Part three. Pretty going, oh, it must be late. Sean's tired. <laughs> you can always tell when Sean's starting to fade away because he becomes. It's because I put all my heart and energy into the live program. And I come home and I get like a headache. And I'm tired and I'm like, oh, it's like working out for like three hours sometimes. Especially when you're doing as much laughing as we did this episode. I'm yeah. like, I feel like I, I, need a, I need a fiber. I need a fiber. Give me five, coach. You know, my sides are splitting. My sides hurt. Give me five, coach. Just please. Let me get some Gatorade. You know, get the towel girl to throw me a towel, whatever. So, uh, hi, folks. Welcome to part three. Now, I'll be honest. Part three, um, live show content, nerd news, a little short. Plus, uh, we also did DVD releases. That's right. We did do that, Ed. Yes. You're right. Yes. So, but before we do that... Um, like I said in part two, it's going to slip you a little something extra. Yeah. And a little something extra is called Gotham. Mm-hmm. The season finale, I know it was two weeks ago, I think it was. Yeah. Um, maybe longer. Yeah, three weeks ago, I think yeah, it was. Cause yeah, because I think you saw the season finale before I did. Yeah. Um, but I knew I had to see it, see it before we talk about it on the show. So I caught up, finished the season. i got to be honest. Eh. <laughs> like, I didn't, like... Okay, the Fish Mooney aspect, you knew she wasn't coming back for season two. Yeah. I thought how what I thought happened to her character without giving too many spoilers away. Um was inevitable, but it also led it open to interpretation for her to come back if she'd like to. Because mm-hmm. you know, like she see how things go in season two. Mm-hmm. Um definitely led led off with uh, okay, we know who's gonna be the psychopath next week next season. Yeah. Raw Riddler. You know, well, they're also talking, you know, there's also stories about talking about the beginning of the season two. There's going to be a Joker aspect of it. Yeah. So I don't know about that. But again, I'm still not comfortable. Like, I want somebody to sit down and tell me and go, Sean, this is not based on the actual comic books. This is a reimagining and reinterpretation of the Batman mythos where Batman is still a kid and all his villains are going to be already adults. You know, <laughs> and that way I can go. Wait, so you're telling me that this is going to be, like, at some point in time when Batman's 20 and these guys are in their 50s, it's going to be okay? Oh, yeah, yeah, sure. Okay. Like, it's going to be a neat trick to pull off if you ever decide to go into the future a little bit. Yeah, that's and that's that's the thing that kind of bothers me with the whole thing is just the fact is, is that unless they're going to cryogenically freeze all the villains <laughs> and wait for Batman to grow up or give him a growth spurt serum, some kind of some Wayne Tech Enterprise that ages him ten years, yeah, or five years. At the, how old is he in the show? Like thirteen, that thirteen, fourteen, somewhere in that range. Yeah, yeah, so if you want to age him like five, ten years, maybe. Yeah, no, I don't see that. What's going to happen in W the season finale season two where they introduce Mr. Freeze and he freezes all of Gotham except for the young Bruce Wayne. Yeah. And it takes Bruce Wayne like five years to actually figure out how to defall Gotham City and save all the lives. Yeah. Wouldn't that be a neat trick? Uh, No. I mean, uh, like, I thought thought the Riddler, I kind of liked Riddler in the show. I I don't really like how they kind of really made him crazy in this one like i you know i i i liked i I liked the beginning development of him like where he was just kind of like the the passover character that you just you got whatever you needed out of him and then that yeah, go away you yeah, know like yeah, he was thing. he was called um oh, what do they call it in the um exposition man yeah where it's like, hey, here's the Riddler. Gee, folks, this is what happened to the person. Mama. Okay, now I'm out of here. Hey, but before I go, remember this. No time for riddles, Nigma. Yeah. Okay, guys, and leaves. Yeah. You know, I like the whole, you know, um, Christmas girlfriend thing that, you know, the obsession that he has with her. Yeah. I, I mean, that was, I mean, like I said, there was, there was, there was moments of it that were like, oh, you know what? I could appreciate that story. Right. It's just every time they went to Bruce Wayne and being a young kid, it was just like, Oh, like, couldn't he just be, like, in Nepal or whatever, you know, fighting, or, you know, right. learning from Raja Ghul or something, or, you know, or, or off traveling the world, you know. To... Right, you made him, I think, too young. Yes. I think that if you were going to go with his storyline, you needed to have 
Bruce maybe age a little bit. Like maybe the first episode should have been, you know, like him as the kid. Mm -hmm. And then like next episode, it's like three years later. So at least if he's like 17 or 18. Yeah. You you can buy it more. You can buy it more if the Joker or the Riddler and the Penguin are going to be in their early 20s. Early to mid 20s too, I'm going to say. It's not like they're all kids. No, no. Especially being a forensic, you know, they're, I'm I'm, going to spoil this Spoil a little bit of this, by the way, folks. That's right. The fact that Enigma works for the police force as a forensic I'm, I'm specialist. Gonna, I'm going to say that's not – I wouldn't say that, that would be a spoiler if anybody – if anybody's listening to this and has never seen an episode of Gotham, obviously they're going to be lost. But, you know, like, yeah, big, not, it's not a big shocker if you've been watching. Enigma works for the cops. Right. Forensic scientist. So if, if anybody being a forensic scientist, he's got to be in his mid-20s. Right. At least. Yeah. You know, I mean, especially if you're going for the level of what he's doing for the for the police department. You know, you figure he's got to be 18 when he gets to college. Four years is uh, unless, 22. And then a couple years of um, doing like. Unless they do a backstory where you find out that he's, you know, because he's so super smart that he was a prodigy. Like a prodigy, prodigy yeah. Where he graduated from medical college at maybe like 18 instead. So maybe. He's 23 now, so it makes it okay to kind of buy that. Right. I don't know. But again, you're you're actually asking a lot of the audience to kind of take those leaps and bounds. Like, we're filling in gaps, and everyone's going, that sounds fine. Like, okay. Like, I don't think that they I, – I, I don't know. Like I said, I just kind of feel like – Just Bruce Wayne's too young. I mean, that's the that, – I mean, I think if, if they made him older, it would have made it a little bit better. Right. I mean, you know, but there was there was this thing. There were still parts of it that I There's still didn't like. I mean, not just that wasn't the only thing. Like, oh, if Bruce Wayne was older, it'd be fine. Right? No, no. There was other things that were had problems with, like the whole fish beauty aspect. I didn't mind having an extra character that was in the, not in the Batman mythos. Yeah. That didn't bother me. But like her character through the through the whole series was. She was. I'm going to make a move. I'm going to make. And she didn't do anything. There was like there was nothing. Like every time she was going to make a move, something something got the rug got pulled out from underneath her. Yeah. One way or another, and you know, or or she will say, "I got something planned," and not like she wouldn't really say what it was. Right, you know? and nothing really comes. Yeah. Right. Um. Yeah. I, again, I think that's because you know whatever else was going on, kind of wrote like the penguin was was able to be. He was the monkey in the wrench, so right. to speak. You know, so it, it happens. Um, it was funny. One of the things that you know, like my dad asked me, like, well, because he doesn't know the comic books characters mm-hmm. that well. He's like, what happened to Don Falcone? Is he still in the comics? And I said, depends on who he is. Like, depends on what comic books you read. Yeah. One version, you know, he was arrested, blah, blah, blah. Another, he retired. He's like, fuck, they, I'm out of here. Yeah. Like, in the new iteration, and ironically enough, at the end of the season, he's like, I'm out. Yeah. You know, I'm, I'm getting out of here. I just want to retire, get away from it all. Um, you know, leaving the penguin after he, you know, okay, we don't fucking spoil it. After he tosses, <laughs> after he tosses Fish Mooney off the roof of the building, yeah. she lands in water, which you go, oh, she's dead. Is she? She landed in water. All right. You know, um, you kind of get that. And he's like, I'm king of New York. So I'm like, all right, king of New York, king of Gotham. <laughs> you know, and it's like, okay, well, what are they going to do with that now? Because now he is, really, there is no competition for him. Yeah. You know, maybe. I don't know. I guess we'll find out in season two. Um, well, it's the same, like, like, or is it going to be like he, there's going to be like some sort of secret faction trying to throw him under the bus or destroy him? And actually, like at some point, like the beginning of se- the end of season two, we find out that it's Fish Mooney. She's been around the whole time, right? Because she's good or, at sneaking in the background, or like like the whole Red Hood gang. I mean, they only did they only like did an episode of Red Hood, like, and that hood's still kind of floating around Gotham. Like, is there going to be a new like right, right up and coming right. gangster? It's going to put on the Red Hood and right. start like. You know, controlling sections of the of the city. You know, there's, there's a lot of what ifs yeah. that could be you know pr- pr- proposed into the season. I mean, you know, like the whole Joker thing. I'm kind of interested in seeing it just to see what they do. But I'm be like, come on, like <laughs> yeah. like yelling at my TV, like come on, that's just ridiculous. Like, I mean, I, like, and the big ending of part season two was the whole reveal of the Batcave. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was pretty fucking thin, in my opinion. Like all of a well, sudden, they just showed you really the entrance. They didn't really. Well, they show showed you. you the entrance, but here's my thing: is how he led up to finding the entrance was pretty fucking thin. Yeah, like they introduced Lucius Fox mm. in this episode. He's a young guy. Young I guy. like that. I like that. That's that. fine. Yeah, it's like all right. You know, they got to bring him in sooner or later. You kind of find out that Wayne Enterprise is kind of like the evil corporation. Yeah, you know, which is kind of like all right, fine. You know, Bruce Wayne has more than just crime on the streets. You know, not only just regular crime, but white collar crime yeah. too. Um. And then 
Lucius Fox says that his father uses an adjective to describe his father. Mm. So somehow Bruce thinks that there's this big secret in his father's life, and somehow it's got to be in the study. Why? Because they all remember when he was in the study, he had loud classical music, and the door was locked. The door yeah. was always locked. And I was like, how do you know he was actually in that room then? Kind of right. thing. You know, like he could have just sneaked out a window and did whatever he was going to do, like some secret life, of, yeah. you know, Thomas Wayne. Or a mistress. Yeah, yeah, whatever. So, you know, Bruce is, you see the obsessive compulsive in him, you know, mm. because he starts tearing down the entire study, you know, books and all. And he, there's a moment where he remembers that Lucius Fox called his father a word. I, I, it was a descriptive word. It yeah. was very, very obscure. Yeah. And somehow Bruce went, oh my God, you know what? This character in his book was the exact same kind of verb. Yeah. So therefore the answer must be in here. Yeah. And he opens up the book and there's a remote. Yeah. And I'm just going, that is fucking thin. <laughs> it's just it's like, how many times have you, if you read that book, like yeah. you didn't notice that remote before? Like well, that's something new? Well, I don't think he's, I think the book was in the study and no one was allowed in the study when Thomas Wayne was in there. Yeah. So it's possible that Bruce never, never read that book. Yeah. But here's the thing. Again, he, he linked it together because Lucius Fox called him, called this, his dad, this, this verb, verb right. that was also used to describe the guy in this book. And it's like, oh my God, it's all come clear now. I'm going to look in this book and poof, there's a remote. And of course, Alfred's like, I wouldn't push that button if I were you. And Bruce is like, it's a button. Oh, yeah. How can, how, I'm sorry. In life, if you ever see a button, you're going to want to push it. There's that, <laughs> there's that urge just to push, push the button. button. Right. <laughs> even if it says, even if the sign says "Do not push," yeah, yeah. we've all seen the Bugs Bunny cartoons. We know what happens. Yeah. So of course he pushes the button, and then you hear that the the, the grind of stone as the we call it fireplace slides back. No, I did like that effect. I thought that was it was nice because yeah. like, if the fire was still going and the the the, the, yeah. the fireplace moves, you're like, wow, that's pretty neat. That's a neat effect. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm all like, okay, fine, I'm good. Um, and then you know, of course. They're standing in what looks like the entrance to what's going to be the Batcave. Bat cave, right. And you can hear in the distance bats going. Yeah. I'm like, all right. I'm like, okay. I, you know what? I The the storyline with Cat, because here's, I thought it was a little weird, because mm-hmm. the episode before, like the episode starts off, and there's the Catwoman chick, Cat, yeah. Selena. Selena, right. Um, She's warming herself up by a 55 gallon drug on a can of fi- on fire. Yeah. And you see Fish Movie, Fish Mooney coming in on a boat. Right? Yeah. And a very, very regal, you know. <laughs> and she says to, you know, she's like, wow, you know, like you would expect some changes, you know, coming into town. And all of a sudden, two weeks later, okay. And then, like, what happened in those two weeks? Like, like yeah. why did you have to do that? Like, and then, you know, when you see Selena again, she's all, like, punk rocked out. Like, she looks like a punk band from the 80s. Yeah. And then so does Fish Mooney. Why did Fish Mooney shave her head? Right. Why did she come in with the mohawk? Like, there was no purpose for any of that. Right. Like, I, don't, I didn't get it because they never filled in that gap. Well, I think the only we, that that's, this is one of those things that we have to take a leap, you know. Right. Like, you know, and I'm thinking maybe she was hiding from... Uh, Falcone and from um, the other one, I can't think of the Mal- other one. Um, yeah, whatever her name is. Yeah, Angel from Dexter. Right. <laughs> That's how I know. The, the, they were she was probably like hiding from them to you know so that way they they wouldn't because they probably all want a piece of her. This right, point, well, you know? yeah, everyone wants to kill her. And yeah, she, you know, rightly so. I mean, but Penguin obviously wants to kill her. She wants to kill Penguin. She wants to kill everybody. Yeah. Yeah, all right, I guess. I don't know. I mean, that's that's the, that was the take of the leap. I'm like, yeah, because it made no sense why she was at the, the show. Why she thing. was, yeah, why she went 80s punk band. Yeah. Like, I mean, she was pulled right out of the Sex Pistols. Yeah. <laughs> you know? <laughs> like, all right. Glam band of the 70s. Yeah, like, okay, 70s. because you got two different color eyes when you're trying to pull bull- you, you You're not Bowie. <laughs> <laughs> like, don't try being. So, I mean, yeah, I mean, that's kind of it. I mean, I, that's my kind of take on the whole Gotham series. Finale. Now, are you going to watch season two when it comes yeah, out? Yeah, I will, just to kind of see what happens. You know, I'm not, going to be honest, I wasn't too into season one. Yeah. So I'm kind of begrudgingly going into season two with the same kind of like, oh, I'll give it a shot. Maybe I, maybe they needed a season to get their legs. Right. You know, maybe season two will be different. Like, 
Now, of course, the reason why they're having season two is because Fox has already signed rights to Netflix. Netflix, Netflix bought bought the show before they even did season one. Right. So they were kind of obligated to it. Like Fox couldn't. If Fox didn't pick up the show, I think they were going to owe Warner Brothers like $40 million. There, yeah. was, there was a price tag attached to them not taking the show. Right. So Fox's could be, someone could be looking, because those numbers weren't good. Right. That season finale was was, was way, it kept way dropping low. and dropping, yeah. It was way lower than they were hoping. So I, if they didn't have that deal with Netflix, I, I bet you this show would have been canceled by now. What I'm saying, though, is, is that yeah, I know you're a big Netflix watcher now. Yeah. You know, you're catching up a lot of different things on yes. Netflix. Is that a show that you would rewatch? No. No, it wouldn't. I, I'll be honest, not at all. Um, when it comes on Blu-ray, depends on the bonus features. Okay. I'm, I'm a bonus feature guy. We've mm. already established that. Mm. So, But I don't know. I probably would be like, oh, it came out on Blu-ray? That's great. I'll wait another year when that thing gets dropped to half price, and then I would probably buy it. That, to me, would be like a shelf filler. Mm-hmm. You know, because I, season two could be great. Like they could really get a whole new. <laughs> they could. I mean, it's could be an old Agents of Shield type of uh, style. Yeah, it could be. Maybe that they kind of went. Okay, what went wrong? We noticed the number drops. In the numbers. We need to retool the show. Okay, what was good? What did people like? What they didn't like? Try to rework it. Maybe get better writers. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, I thought the acting was okay. I, I didn't think anything was. I thought Fish Mooney got a little bit over dramatic at times. Yeah. You know, like, oh, hello, I'm Fish Money. Yeah. But, uh, you know, <laughs> but it's all right. You're, you're living in a comic book world. Mm-hmm. So I kind of feel like you get away with certain things. I guess I'll check it out. Now, I thought the season ending of Flash was great. Yeah. That was awesome. And we yeah. don't really have to get into that. No, no. Too much thought, time. Yeah. Too much, too much to talk about. Too much, too much to talk about and too little time to do it in. Yeah. But we'll probably say that for like another show. Uh, so, yeah, I mean, you know. There you have it, folks. That's our opinion. If you have an opinion about it, let us know. You, you know. But in the meantime, sit back, relax, and listen to a little bit of nerd news. And releases of the week. Sure. <laughs> All right, we're back. You're listening to Geeks is Live on AquanetRadio.com, iTunes Radio, TuneIn, and iHeartRadio. Just to Aquanet Radio and those apps. All right, so... Uh, yeah. Let's get right to the... Before we get started, since Ed's shuffling through papers... Um, Ed and I actually did see a movie uh, during the week because I went over to his place. Mm-hmm. We saw Mordecai. Oh, the Johnny Depp. It was really good. Mm-hmm. I liked it a lot, but I could see why people didn't like it because it's it's, it's a bizarre like comedy. Yeah, it's um, I'm going to say like slapsticky in some scenes. Okay. It was very um, Pink Panther meets Austin Powers gotcha. kind of thing. Yeah, and, I was saying it was the British version of Pink Panther. Was gotcha. The way to look at it. Yeah. You know, he's a doofus, but he's, you know, but yeah. he's kind of a doofus. But he's got moments of clarity, I guess you can kind of say. Yeah. Um, the best part, you know, is he has a manservant, but the guy who plays Vision. Mm-hmm. And he plays... Paul Bettany. Yeah, yeah, he plays Jacques. Mm-hmm. And he's like the cockney, like, all right, so, you know. And you just kind of want, like... And he had this great, like, just attitude. Like, he's about to get his fingers cut off. He's like, that's all right, so I have nine more. Like, you know, like <laughs> very, very, very funny. No. He shoots him in the shoots him in the arm and he goes, I have another. <laughs> Keep going. Okay, Black Knight. And then yeah. there was there was every his his stick was though was he would have sex like Yeah, he was, he was a poon hound. <laughs> <laughs> and it was funny. It was good. I uh, so I mean like, Did he like the clam steamed? Probably. <laughs> I think he cared. <laughs> so I'll uh, take him raw. <laughs> So, Ed, are you ready for the releases of the week? Well, yes, I am. All right. What have you got? Well, I wanted to briefly, since we were off last week, there was some releases last week that I wanted to briefly okay. give you. So that way, if you know, if you were missing us going, I don't know what's out because the geeksters always tell me what's going <laughs> yeah, to pick okay. up. That's, you know, so this is it. So Seventh Sun came out last week. All right. The Loft. Okay, yeah. I wanted to see that. Did you? Yeah, because it looks like it's one of those like. Well, it's got a good cast. It's got Carl Urban in it, James Masters. Um, I like um, St- um, Stone. Um, oh my god, what the fuck is his name? The guy from um, Modern Family. Yes, Eric Stone, Stonehenge, Stone Creek, Stone something. Stonehenge. No, um, look, I know Stone Street. Here. I think it is Stone Street. Yes, yes. Eric Stone Street. Yes. yes, I like him as an actor, and he's phenomenal in uh, Family Matter. Family, yeah. family Matters, Modern Family. Modern Family. <laughs> so I kind of wanted to see it look like one of those like 
thrillers, like, oh, you think you know your best friends, but when a body lies up, you don't really know them, like, kind yeah. of thing. Yeah. All right. Uh, Yellowbeard's coming out. Oh, I remember that movie. Yes. I, you know what? I gotta be honest. I remember seeing it and remember not liking it. <laughs> I mean, because I liked uh, Marty Feldman's right. in it. That's his last and, film. Right. And it was his last film. And I remember being such a huge Young Frankenstein movie. When he came out with his own movie, I'm like, oh my God, this is going to be awesome. Maybe I was too young yeah. to get some of it. So maybe I might revisit it. Okay. Just to kind of. Well, that's going to be on the Blu-ray as well as Eric the Viking is coming out on the Blu-ray. With Tim Robbins. Oh, okay. I remember that yes. one. It was kind of like a, a Mighty Python-esque. Right, exactly. You know, kind of movie. Uh, the Nanny, the complete series is coming out. The, <laughs> Rock... <laughs> the Rockford Files, the complete series. Okay. Uh, the Rockford Files movie collection is coming out. Okay. Ray Donovan season two is coming out. All right. It means out already, by the it's way. It's out. Yes, it's yes. already out. These are already so out. go get it. Yes. The Wire Blu-ray. Came out last week, too. I don't know if you put that on your list. That would have been my pick of the week. Actually, that came out, I think, this week. Comes out this week? Yes. Oh, because I saw it in the store already. Oh. oh. They wanted to get the it The Saint, the complete series, is coming out. All right. Uh, Metziger Edition Z, the Impact Inc. subtitles, completions. This is the Transor Z, if anybody was a fan of the kid when they were kids, with the, the little machine that would go in the brain, and he was the big robot. And was, nope. Nope. Okay. I didn't watch a lot of Asian cartoons when I was a kid. Okay. I I, me, I, I watched I, Sailor Moon. I didn't watch that. I was, you know, Star Blazers was probably the most Asian. Uh, and Speed Racer. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I th- but everybody watched Speed Racer, I think. <clears throat> yeah, because there was nothing else on. Yeah. Uh, Magician, the, the Astonishing Life and Work of Orson Welles is a documentary based on Orson Welles' life. Oh. So if you're a fan oh. of Orson Welles. See, I'm, I'm going to tell you, they probably won't have that whole, like, him doing the voiceover. The peas in July. <laughs> you know, why would you say that? Peas in July. <laughs> if you want to say that, I'll go. If you, if, if you prove me anyone in English, I'll go down on you. <laughs> <laughs> remember that clip? Yes, I remember that clip, yes. All right, so that was last week. So this week, coming out this Tuesday, Jupiter Ascending is coming out. I, I got to be honest, there's that, that part of me that really wants to see it because it's supposed to be horrendously bad. Yeah. I did see it. How that was, was it? That was one of the films on the flight. How was it? Was it horrendously bad? Awesomely bad. It was horrible. Yeah, see, I'm uh, so that. bad. It was. It wasn't even good. Bad. It was just bad. All right. Yeah. I the want. Mo- the movie- I want those two hours back. <laughs> the movie Focus is coming out. Oh, hold on for a second. Oh. I got breaking news. Okay. Betsy Palmer, who played Jason Voorhees' mother's in Friday the Thirteenth, has passed away. Oh. Aww. Yeah. I think I could have a chance to meet her at the Macho Anyway. Anyway. Good. Anyway. Uh, McFarland and USA is coming out. That is the. Uh, sports drama centers on high school track team blah 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 blah. okay uh, Apollo 13 20th anniversary edition is coming out man that's Which 20 one? years already that's right movie? the wow. Apollo 13 yeah, Tom right. Hanks film okay uh, yeah I know I'm gonna say um, having an uncle who worked at NASA during that time mm-hmm. he has said that movie is about as accurate as you could possibly be of what actually happened Okay. It was. He's like. It is good. It, like for him, that movie and the right stuff. He said, if you want to see two movies that of of the space program of close to how it actually happened, those are the two movies that you want to see. All right. And I'm like, all right, you're, nice. you would know you he because yeah. he actually was working for NASA during the Apollo 13 mission. Okay. So he knows all about like what happened. He's like, yeah, yeah. it's, it's pretty, two pretty very close. good films. Yes. Nice. The Wire, the complete series, there is coming are, out. Right. There it is. That's my pick of the week. <laughs> Beetle Belly 60th 5th Anniversary Collector's Edition is coming out. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. The L Word Complete Series is coming oh, out. Oh, yeah. My favorite <laughs> show just for the Punani. For the Steam Clan. <laughs> Soap the Complete Series is coming out. Again? Yes. All right. Because it's been out for a while. Yeah. Yeah. They just yeah. polish it up and put it in a new package. Yeah. That's what I have for the television and DVDs. And as for video games this week... Tetris Ultimate by Ubisoft for the PS Vita. And Lord of Magna Made in Heaven by Xseed for the 3DS. Okay. Um, also, while we were away, yes. Um, Witcher 3 came out. Yes. Which I have and I've been addicted to ever since. It's got 200 hours of playtime. Wow. Nice. Um, the expansion pack, which I got for 25 bucks, adds another 30 hours to it. Wow. 
Um, they also, because of the company that makes it, because they're so thankful to their fans, and this is like the third in the series and final, mm-hmm. they gave also 16 downloadable content stuff for free. Nice. And if you bought the game early enough, it also came with, um, it probably would be for like, it didn't sell out or anything, but it comes with the soundtrack, comes with like little stickers, it's, it's you know, like a little art book. Mm-hmm. It's very nice. It's probably one of my, like, it's, it's super addicting and super fun. Oh. Also, too, it came out this past week. Um, was Splatoon that came out Friday? Okay. Last Friday was a Wii U game where you um you have you're like a kid and you have an ink gun mm-hmm. and your idea is to ink up your your team's you know area. Okay. It's cute. It's fun. But also the big thing this week was new amiibo figures came out for the Nintendo stuff mm-hmm. and there's like um like Pac Man there's a silver Mario like it's like oh the silver silver limited edition like Nintendo realizes they got on that little Skylanders bandwagon too mm-hmm. late so they're trying to make up for it by doing limited runs for stuff to make the demand for those higher right because like for the splatoon one there's a, a little boy character and a little girl character that mm-hmm. you can buy separately or you can buy them together in this three pack which comes with a, like, a little ink uh character mm-hmm. and that's the only way you can get the ink character oh. it's like all right now you're doing the fucking beanie baby shit <laughs> like uh, like hey if you want this one you gotta instead of buying it for 15 for 10 12 bucks you gotta pay 30 to get all three woo like <laughs> so uh I mean it looked like a cute game not really one I'd be I'd rather you know kill and murder and you know <laughs> wander to walk the earth while being a hero than oh I got a squirt gun squirt 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 <laughs> <laughs> So, yeah, all right. So, yeah, and this week, uh, I mean, let's face it. The, the big thing coming up, uh, actually, next week, would be um, Elder Scrolls Online, the uh, Tamriel Unlimited. Mm-hmm. And then the big one, Arkham Knight. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. Oh, expect an in-depth review on that one. Oh, I'll be able to talk about my new system and the game. And the week after. So, in a couple weeks, three hours of just Arkham Knight. No, I'll be I'll be nice. Like two. <laughs> <laughs> and then a week after that, PGA golf. Alright. That's it. Yeah. Like yeah. Why um, not? I, I gotta I'm, I'm honest, one of my one of my favorite series of games. Golf. I it's goofy, I know, but I mean, after spending literally all day today, after you know, Sunday is kinda of like my lazy day. Well, every yeah. day's my lazy day, let's face it. <laughs> but Sunday's also my girl's lazy day, so we do a lot more talking on the phone like Sunday morning. She wakes up, she calls me, we you know, chit chat. Yeah. But after that, boom, Witcher Three all day. And you have to beheadings and blood and gore and some cursing, you know, some nudity. Yeah, you kinda wanna spend like some time in the links, that's what I'm saying. <laughs> like you know, like I'll be kicking the ass after raping and pillaging. You want to give it a yeah. couple of not quick nine? Yeah, in. yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, honey, I'm gonna take the day off from raping and pillaging. I'm gonna get a little, get some eighteen in this time around. You know? <laughs> like, especially you know when you're after at Witcher and then Batman coming up. I'm like my, I'm, I'm gonna need some downtime. That downtime's golf. <laughs> there you go. There you go. All right, all right. So, um, well, that's just coming out. Yep. Right, so we got some nerd news articles already? Yeah, let's start with some nerd news. Star Wars The Force Awakens to have important post credit scene. Okay. Basically all... It's, it's important going, dude, dude, relax, we got two more of these and a whole bunch of spinoffs. That, <laughs> that's important. <laughs> yeah, but at this point, like, especially after Marvel movies, I think people have gotten into the habit of just staying after the credits. Because you never know what you're going to miss. Well, yeah, but Marvel's also stopped doing it, too. Yeah. Like, now their thing is, like, after, like, you know, some Age of Ultron, after they did, like, the big lineup. Yeah. Then they had the whole, you know, Thanos coming out, fine, I'll do it myself thing. Yeah. You know, and nothing on us after that, because they're kind of going, okay, they, they've kind of, like, everyone's staying after the end. Yeah. So, basically, that's what the article is saying, that <clears throat> since Marvel was doing it, and Disney thought yeah, every- it was a great idea that they wanted yeah. to do it for, uh... But it's going to be crucial. What it is going to be, we don't know because they're keeping it on their lock and key. Darth In Vader. other words, Darth you're going to have to stay after the credits to sing. Darth Vader comes back. I hope not. But all right, I mean, we saw him burn up. So yeah, yeah. That'd, be, that'd be a neat trick. All right, what else? We finally know who Andy Serkis is playing in Star Wars: The Force Awakens. Right. A lot of Star Wars movies. Yeah, I, I figured you you had Star Wars weekend. You're all <laughs> high on that. You got your Star Wars shirt on. <laughs> All right. Um, okay. Uh, Good. What's his name? Supreme Leader Snoke. 
Yes, hello. I'm Supreme Leader Snoke. Here. They're, they're, of course, they're surmising like, that he is an, an evil character. He's going to be. You think? With, yeah, with yeah, name, yeah. I'm going to say with the name. If your name has Supreme Leader in the beginning of it, you're either a bad guy or an uh, Warner Brothers cartoon character. Oh, <laughs> 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 yeah. You go with that. All right, so they don't give you any kind of background, just his name. Just his name, that's it. That they're, they're Everything else, they're He's on the hush-hush. Hush-hush. Comes just, down low. That's right, exactly. All right. All right, moving on. Wolverine in Deadpool movie? Question mark. Here's what Ryan what? Reynolds says. All right. Uh, basically, that uh, they would like to have Hugh Jackman in the film. At this point, it's only up to scheduling, that whether Hugh Jackman uh, can come in. Well, he did just, you know, um, what's his face... Uh... Ryan Reynolds did say that they are filmed rap. They did rap principal photography. Yeah. yeah. So I mean, if they want to do it, they got you know a certain window of opportunity to get some of those extra credit right, scenes. Exactly. Yeah, because didn't didn't uh, Hugh Jackman say he's probably going to retire Wolverine soon? Yeah. Well, he's going to retire as Wolverine. Yeah. And that's going to be in, in the Wolverine two. Yeah. But you know, I'm glad you brought that up because I heard this real interesting article. Yeah. It was. I thought it was. I know. I know you didn't see it. Yeah. I know you don't have it. Um, I read it last night. Some people were talking about Christian Kane being the next Wolverine. Yeah, I've heard that. Now, I don't know if anybody out there who, who doesn't know who Christian Kane And a lot of people, like a lot of people going, he's a nobody. You know, he's, and I'm like. Yeah, but everybody got to start somewhere. Hugh Jackman one. was a nobody until he had Wolverine. Yeah. Like, that's what a lot of people were kind of reminding them, going, look, look, you know what? Hugh Jackman wasn't Hugh Jackman. Is that K-A- K-A-N-E? Yeah, K-A-N. And, and C- but here's the thing, too. Like, honestly, I would almost prefer, like, if he's going to hand the baton off to somebody else, I would almost prefer to be an unknown because I don't want to be going in saying, oh, that guy see, is. Here's the thing. I've known this guy for years. He was um, Lindsay in Angel. Mm-hmm. He was also, um, we call it the, one of the guys in Leverage. Okay. Uh, he was, oh, he was always, him! Yeah, I know him from Leverage. Right. He's in the new I show. I liked him in Leverage. I thought he, yeah, was, he, he did really well. He, he plays angry very well. He's also a musician, a well-accomplished musician, by the way. Uh, country songs. I have a couple of his songs, actually, on my iPod. Okay. Um, you know what? I could see him. But the thing is, like, like people are going, oh, well, he's nobody. He's a C-grade celebrity. He would have to bulk up for the role. So what? And I'm just going, and he's also... A lot of people kind of know, but he's also the same age as Hugh Jackman. Yeah. So if Hugh Jackman wants to retire as Wolverine because of his age, why would they hire a guy who's the exact same age? Why not go younger since they're doing the whole younger crowd anyway with um, mm. Apocalypse? Right. I mean, don't be wrong. I, I it's a rumor, and I'm like, you know what? I could see him as as Wolverine because he has that. He knows how to kick fucking ass. Right. He has. You know? He has a good look for it. Yeah, he has that. But when you see him in leverage. He can do angry real well. Mm-hmm. Real well. People are going, well, goddamn, he's like six. He's like six one or something like that. Isn't it about time we have like a five three fucking Wolverine like he is in the comic books? I'm sitting there going, you want a five three actor? Fucking hire Tom Cruise. That's how tall he is. Yeah, yeah. Like, do you want Tom Cruise to be your actor? Like your Wolverine? <laughs> I'm Wolverine. Stick, stick. <laughs> I'm in love. See him jumping on sofas. <laughs> I didn't realize Hugh Jackman six two. Yeah, he was yeah. Tall. for some reason I thought he was shorter than that. Yeah, he's tall. He plays short well. He does. <laughs> he does. But you know, it's the same thing with David Bowie. For the longest time, I thought David Bowie was my height. He's six foot. It's just his suits are well tailored or something. I don't know. Like he, but I always thought David Bowie was a lot shorter. So um, okay, what else you got there? Ed? Couple whose wedding was crashed in bad grandpa are getting divorced. Oh. I'm kind of sad about that. <laughs> I'm in the who cares game. <laughs> like, Jared Broom, Broom and Kimberly Peeler <coughs> or the Jackass movie. Now, of course, uh, they were executive producers in the movie. And oh. it, was, it, was, it was one of those type of things. Oh, so where, they probably knew that their wedding was going to get crashed. Exactly. Well, yeah. they, they knew from the start it was the, it was the people there, their yeah. guests didn't know. Right. They, they get no more sympathy from me and, then. And they do get, they did kind of do the old. Yeah, we kind of knew this was going to happen, yeah. but we did it for the. We didn't get married because of the movie. We were yeah, getting, it just so happened all that happened. It, it was right. good timing, exactly. Well, yeah. fuck you. You get no more sympathy from me. Yeah, I mean, oh look, a Hollywood couple getting divorced. Oh well. Yeah. Next thing you know, what's your next article? Hey, let's Wait, look. At, they lasted longer than Kim Kardashian and Britney uh, no, Spears. See now, my thing is, what's your next? What's your next article? Kim Kardashian posed nude somewhere. <laughs> <laughs> 
How about this one? Fox COO says they can't just make comic book movies. Wait, wait. Fox CEO? Chief Operating Officer. Okay, CEO. Because when you said Fox COO, I'm like, who's that? Fox COO. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Chief Operating Officer James Murdoch told investors on Monday that studio needs... Studio needs content that doesn't come from Marvel stu- in order to thrive. Yeah, it's because you fucking butcher it every time you do. You take it from them. Well, well, well slow down. Uh, remember, he likes the X Men movies. <laughs> I, I mean, okay, not every time. No, no, I'm going to say like I, some of the X Men movies were really good. They were good, some of them, but not all of them. They're but not, they're not, I mean, if we're if we're taking it as a whole, yeah. Sony versus Marvel. Sorry, Sony, you suck. Well, Fox or Fox, Fox. but, but you also have regardless, throw, you also have to you throw suck. Fantastic Four. This Fantastic Four is owned by Fox, too. I'd really right? rather not think and about that movie. I, That's two hours of my life you, I'm never getting back. I don't know if you've seen that article. Um, I was going to post it. Um, the CEO of Disney, I think at this point, or has basically said, <clears throat> has cut out all production of X-Men toys and Fantastic Four toys. They are really dropping the hammer on... They want those rights back. Yeah, I mean, you can kind of see them. They're they're starting. Yeah. They're yeah, starting. I was, I was over a week ago. So that's why they yeah. never posted. They're it, starting yeah. to flex that Disney fucking muscle. Yeah, going no 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 no. We own this shit. We want it back because we know we we know we're sitting on gold mines. Yeah, we want it back. So you know what? Fuck you. Were canceling the Fantastic Four comic book. We technically blew up your cast from the movie. In one comic, yeah. thanks to the Punisher, we already showed you guys that we don't like this like this new reboot. So we're going to cut out all comic books from it. The X-Men, have their products have also dropped in sales mm. because they're not making more. I mean, yeah, they're making the comic books, but there's not a lot of X-Men toys out there anymore. Right. Because they're, they're trying to, they're, they're starting to close their Disney grip. That three-fingered glove is closing <laughs> around that <laughs> neck. <laughs> I'm going to get my money, bitch. <laughs> Fuck you, Storm. <laughs> All right. So, yeah, I thought that was kind of interesting. Yeah. So, they're basically, they're, they're going to try uh, more movies besides just doing the uh, X-Men and Fantastic Four. Right. So, what's going to do is they're going to they're going to they're gonna have a, a dartboard. They're going to be like, okay, what's what's popular? Let's throw a dart. Thunk. Ooh, Teenage Angst movies. Let's make a couple of those. What else is there? Um, thunk. Antiheroes, not superheroes. All right. Well, we'll make a couple of those. Of course, um, Fox is developing the next sequel to uh, the... Uh, Planet of the Apes movies. Well, okay, you know what? That's at least a decent series. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. You know, yes. The um, was it um, Rise of the Planet of the Apes? It doesn't say on this article. I think I read it. I think I read. I already had like a, a. It's Dawn of Planet of the Apes. Rise of the Planet of the Apes. I don't know. I, I remember saying, "I'm like I'm in" because I love that series. It's right. Awesome. Right. And of course, they're doing three more installments for the X Men and two Fantastic Four movies. <laughs> yeah, but we're going to stop doing those movies. Here's yeah. five more. But yeah. before we do that, here's five more. So we'll see. We'll see how it works out. Hopefully Disney wins because I'm actually tired of seeing them. Anyway, really, the Fantastic uh, Four ones. I, I you know what? I, yeah. Again, when, when Dad and I saw um, San Andreas, there was a preview for Fantastic Four. I'm sorry. When I went to see um, Age of Ultron, that's the Fantastic Four trailer, and I'm still like, I still have no desire to see this movie. Mm-hmm. Like I'm gonna go see it because we have a show to do. Yeah. But I am. Sw- I swear, Ed, if we're gonna go see that movie, we are paying for another movie. I'm paying for it. <laughs> you can pay for. You can pay for Fantastic Four all you want. I'm gonna go. Oh, what, Babe Three, Pig in the City Two is coming out. I'm done. I'll, 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 here's my money for that, and I will go pay. My Little Pony. My sold. Little Pony sold. <laughs> oh, look, Gem and the Holograms is coming out that same day. Buy that ticket and go see Fantastic Four. No. Anybody but that one. <laughs> Go buy the babe one. You are not allowed to buy a gem ticket. We are so seeing that movie. <laughs> I'm just going to be sitting there. <laughs> and now you're going to have two You're going to you're you're gonna gonna hold the popcorn shoot. under my face to catch my tears. Oh, nothing more tastier than tears salted on popcorn. <laughs> <laughs> yes, you're... Why? Where's synergy? Yeah, yeah, tears of sadness only fuel my popcorn. Oh, no, no. Welcome to the nerd world. Give me some of that popcorn. <laughs> you're baptismal in tears. If I gotta cry in it, you're gonna share it. Alright, what else you got? Visual effects legend Rick Baker is retiring from filming. What? Yes. And no! And his his answer, his reasons, it's kind of spot on. Of course, he created work for Star Wars, 
uh, American Werewolf in London. Um, also, The Rocketeer, Gremlins 2, Men in Black, Ed Wood. Any decent Planet movie. Planet of the Apes remake. Uh, you know, any of the great any, movies. Any movie in the 80s, in the uh, 70s, 80s, and 90s that wasn't done by Rick Berger was done by Stan Winston. Yes. You know, and those were the two guys who spawned all this other visual effects. ILM probably, you know, had Rick Baker for a while. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, so, I mean, it's, yeah, he's retired. And do, do you, does the article say why? Well, he says because of all the CG effects that are coming out, really hurts, hurts his puppetry because he does a lot of puppetry yeah, work. Not a lot just of animatronics, make, but, yeah. Yeah, so that, a lot of that's gone away, so he's, he can't do that anymore. And then, of course, the, the way the makeup's done, he just can't handle those kind of... Um, uh, designs. Well, not really handle them, but he he can handle them. It's just that it's it's not like once you once you. Well, he, he said he. Um, I think the best quote I saw him say was something that um, the way visual effects are done now. He has this big studio. He could have done the Maleficent makeup in, in his, his base, garage. In his, base, yeah. in his garage. Yeah, because that's how simple it was. There mm. was no like he didn't need these grand like. Like these big things because people just wanted this, yeah. and anything else that he couldn't do, visual effects would take care of. Like, and it's a shame because it, it, from what he was saying, like they did Men in Black three in his Glendale Creature Shop, right? But he's had to sell that shop and lay off all his staff because because of Maleficent being able to be done in yeah. You know, I mean, a garage. don't get me wrong, the makeup from Maleficent was awesome. It was amazing, but you can kind of see, like, okay, there wasn't a lot there. Everything <clears throat> else was digitally yeah. manipulated, and you're kind of going. Unfortunately, it does kind of hurt the industry, but I think I, I kind of hope that with Star Wars coming out mm. and J.J. Abrams uses a lot more practical effects, it, there might be people going, "Oh my God, you can still do that!" Yeah, because when you found out that that BB-88 or whatever that little ball thing, yeah, wasn't CGI, that was a real, real thing. thing. Yeah, people went, "Wait, we can do that in real life? Yeah, that's not computer generated." I'm fascinated now, and I think that if he kind of if J.J. Abrams can pull off a lot of the physical visualizations of, mm-hmm. of the shots, mm-hmm. I think people might go, wow, maybe we don't need, like, digital as much. Yeah. Like, use digital. Like, okay, now I'm going to say when I saw um, Mad Max, it's a lot of computer animated visual effects, but not in the cars or the stunts, all painted backgrounds. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, so you, yeah, okay, you know what? There's a there's a nice little balance there. Yeah. yeah. Where with practical effects versus digital effects. Yeah. But you need, like, I don't know how cost effective it is to do digital versus physical. Yeah. yeah. You know, like, that's where it comes down to. I mean, if, if Rick Baker can do a movie like Maleficent in his basement, then I would say that the cost, the cost evaluation for doing that has got to be a lot cheaper than her, them putting the wings on her and then digitalizing her and well the the thing the, the thing you have to really look at is at one point the digital effects came in it was a lot cheaper at that time because right. there was these big huge studios and they had to keep yeah. that money rolling <clears throat> so they would have to spend a lot more money because there were a lot more uh, creature designers and, and makeup yeah. artists yeah. that were working there now that now this you know CGI came in and pretty much wiped that yeah. out. The, these people could go, well, you know what? We, we don't have to do as much as we do. Now yeah. we could just do the simple makeups or not really simple. And they'll but... just sweeten it in, right. in post-production. Right. Yeah. You know, so is there any, anything I flub on, they can fix it. Mm-hmm. Right. You know? And then, of course, like with the, doing the stunt work in CGI, it's safer. Because right, you know, right. you're not you're not like I'm thinking like the old Hooper sh- in a right. movie yeah. where you know, where they were doing these stunts and you're like, they probably actually really did these stunts, like a lot right. of these well, actors. Like, all and there's there's yeah, like I mean if you um Death Proof, they crashed real cars into real yeah. cars. Like none of that was CGI. Right. And it was it was one of those things where they had to do the take and just hope for the best. Yeah. Right. You know? So Punisher with Thomas Jane was another like that was all practical. Mm-hmm. That was yeah. CGI or anything like it that. It makes that me was... wonder, like, with um, uh, Jim Henson's Creature Shop and uh, uh, what the hell's the other one? Um, Face Off on Sci-Fi. Right. You know, they have these shows to, you know, help you, you know, help find the next big, you know, Rick Baker or whatever. But it makes me wonder how practical they really are now if everything's going digital. Oh. Like, should these people... Like, if, if I was in the industry and I was looking at trying to break in, would it be better for me to go to school for digital or practical or both? I, like, I think... Well, I, that's the thing, though. If, if you're artistic enough to design something physically then other than generating on a computer screen, mm-hmm. that, that's the thing. I mean, there is a whole other world that we never see or we never think of, you know, when we do mm-hmm. it. Like, 
Six Flags Great Adventure. They have like a Batman show, right? Yeah. And then they have to they have to have makeups for that. Yeah. And then you know there's there's always the Halloween for Six mm-hmm. Flags or, no, or that. Not, there's also Universal Studios. Yeah. Broadway. And, yeah. And actual physical. That's plays, true. Yeah. You know? yeah. With my um, there there's a guy who I'm friends with on Facebook. Um, uh, his his name's FX Tony. And he does special effects. Hey, it's me, FX Tony. (laughs) (laughs) But he used to do, he used to run the special effects for Six Flags, um, Uh, the the Halloween thing. I look at my eye, it falls out. It's all special (laughs) effects on FX Tony, huh? (laughs) So, but, I mean, he must be, because he moved his shop down to Florida, so. Right. There must be some work for it. It just makes me wonder, like, what. Him going to Florida probably sounds like he's looking for Universal Studios, like their Halloween. Probably. Yeah. Even some of the the, the haunted houses during Halloween yeah. they're high production values like some of them are companies that come yeah. in and yeah. like, you might have a space like a farm has a space that they'll, but they'll build it they'll, they'll, I mean, they'll I, develop something there for and when it. you watch enough back to behind the scenes stuff on movies like I do mm-hmm. you know that they still have to they do like they'll do a maquette of a creature and then scan them into the computer to help to do the animation part right so yeah. you still need artists to be able to do the sculpting yeah I think what you're going to find sooner or later is that you're going to you're going to hear new people that do a hybrid of both, people who take their image digitally, mm-hmm. 3D printer it, mm-hmm. and then rescan it into another system to be able to computer animate it. Yeah, I think if you could find somebody or a school or somebody has the talent to be and not even able to do the art physically, but art do the art digitally, yeah. you're going to find those people. That's that's the sweet spot. Yeah. Right, you want as an FX artist. Yeah, not but that that's what I was saying. Like it right. makes me wonder like for the people who are in art school now who are doing it with the goal of breaking into special effects like Right. If if I was a guidance counselor, what would I be telling them to right. to focus on? Would it be digital or practical or would I say do both? Like, yeah, you know, I, I get think, your hand in the both. Little, I think it's a little both because like like in Disney World, they have the Seven Dwarfs Mine Train. And before you start off, you're going through and you see the Seven Dwarfs. They're they're doing the mind song, right. you know. And they're they're there's a model. There's a there's a physical model uh, animatronic puppet of each character, but their facial expressions are computerized. Mm. Right. So they're like looking at you. They're blinking. They're yeah. but it's not like. Like like the old days where it would just like close and open yeah, very slowly. That creepy, <laughs> yeah, you see that jerky motion. Yeah, hi ho. I'm it's, going to kill you. Yeah. Right, it's more fluid. Like it's it's you can yeah. see actual like the face, the the cheeks like, moving. I like how it's making I'm trying all the to face. make yeah. He's I'm, making all the faces. And I'm trying to make, like grabbing his cheek yes. and moving it. I'm trying to. I'm trying and to. Everyone at home is going. No, but I, I know what you mean because when I'm it. trying to. Do it one, and then think of the description while right. doing. Because even when I was in, um, like when I went to California Disney, um, I went through the the Pirates of the Caribbean, and yeah, they had some of those old ones that are yeah. like, you know, real like stiff, and yeah. but then they they had added in like with the new Jacks, you know, the new Pirates right. of the Caribbean movie, they added new animatronics that looked very real well it's the same there's there's one with the jack sparrow of johnny depp and he's like sitting on a chair and he's singing mm-hmm. the song and he's, he's sort of rocking back and rocking forth. back and forth and singing singing but his facial expressions looks, are, are fluid like yeah, he's they're, actually they're, even the in the haunted mansion like some of the, oh, yeah, the ghosts yeah. are fucking like for a grown woman going through it i was scared like in a couple where i was looking going i know this is fake but this looks really fucking real all right. So, so yeah. uh, okay, one more article and wrap it up and head home. I got two more. Okay. Stan Lee is now the highest grossing movie producer of all time at domestic box office. I'm not surprised. Not surprised. I mean, every Disney, every Marvel movie has, he's a yes, producer. producer. Right. Mm-hmm. So he is now worth $6.8 billion. Fuck, Billion man. with a B? Billion with a B. I, I got to, you know, for, for somebody who graduated from art school to see somebody who is an artist doing that well, I'm sitting there going, he took the top spot. Awesome. He took the top spot from Steel Spielberg, who grossed $6.76 million. So it's, you know, pretty close. Right. And Suck it, it Spielberg. <laughs> I mean, uh, and I, legendary I, pictures, Thomas Toll at $4.7 billion. And, 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 and to think. That Stan really didn't hit his stride until he was 40. Yeah. Yeah. Because he said when he created Spider-Man, he was 40 mm-hmm. years old. So here's a man for the last 50 years has found his his life's calling. And not even that. Only, I mean, okay, I'm going to be honest. 
How much work is Stanley actually doing as an executive producer? Nothing. It's probably, uh, it's probably title only. Probably title only. He's of, showing up uh, for I, his cameo. I, I can no, I could say I, I can see him. Say they show him the movie. He goes, you know what? Maybe if you tweak this or something like, I, I could see I him see that. giving suggestions in terms of Spider-Man or, or I, any of the you movies. Know what? I see it more, more kind of closer to except more in pre-production where they kind of talk to him. Maybe yeah. to kind of go, this is what we're thinking about. Would Spider-Man do something like that, or would? Would Cap do this? Like, yeah. Maybe, but again, the co- he hasn't written comics in decades. Yeah. So I think this is more like a, a posthumous kind of executive. It's like me saying, hey, Ed, you want to be an executive It's producer? not posthumous. He's not dead. I'm sorry. You're right. Sorry. <laughs> um, Stop killing Stanley! <laughs> yeah, right. I think it's one of those things like, hey, you're my buddy. I can make an executive producer so you can get a little scratch. Well, a little Robert Rodriguez did that for Sin City with Frank yeah. Miller. Yeah. Because, you know. He was like, well, hey. uh, no, he gave him a director credit. Right. But I, same it's, deal. It's like, kind of like, hey, thanks. You know, I got a little something, something, so you get, so you can get honored for you paid for your work. Yeah, you know, and you know, so I, I think it's more like that. Plus, also, he gets the cameo. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, it, it's going to be a sad day when, like, when he goes because he's what ninety two. Ninety two. At this it. point, our time. It's is, not if it's when. It's at this when point. at this point. I mean, yeah, I know he just got a new. You know, he's now part Iron Man, as he jokes. But still, it's it's. I mean, it's going to be it's going to be the world is going to cry that day. Uh, yeah, I mean, it's, it'll be it's going to be horrible. Yeah, it's it going to be a mess. I I hate to say it, I kind of hope they finish his biography or autobiography before he passes away because it's supposed to be in graphic novel form, <clears throat> right? So, yeah. Yeah. Ouch. I hope, I hope <laughs> Ouch. they finish it. Well, no, it should be at least a blank page as the last page. <laughs> God, I <would> fucking <laughs> God, no, <laughs> don't say that. And, I will fucking cry if I get to that. Yeah, like, and, and yeah, have, like, a ghost rider. <laughs> ghost rider. But like, the last couple of things, but the, like, the last page is just this dot, 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 and as the as the panels just kind of fade oh, from God, thick I hate black you so much right to, now. Just, to just a plain, Don't. like, it just fades, and then you turn the last final page, and it's all blank, and it just says, like, is, is the day he died, like... The date. Sean, like, yeah. if you make me cry, like, I'm Stanley, punching you right in the face. this date to this date. And I'm getting goosebumps just talking about it. Stop. <laughs> I'm, yeah, I'm, get, you I'm, are, getting, I'm getting... Fucking like, seriously going to make me cry. <laughs> yeah, I'm getting, Stop I'm getting it. jittery, too. Oh, yeah, look at me. Oh, bam. I can make you laugh I and cry, you. bitches. I hate <laughs> you, man. I hate you. <laughs> Fuck you. I'm not going to cry. <laughs> All right. Let's, 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 let's get a... Bring it back. Come on. Bring it back. Chris Pine and talks to join Wonder Woman movie. As who? It's pretty called fucking um Oh Steve Trevor. Steve, Steve Trevor. Trevor. Yep. He's in negotiations <coughs> with the people for who's doing Wonder Woman to be Steve Trevor. I could see that. He has that all American good Steve, guy. Steve Trevor made his debut in December of nineteen forty one in All Star Comics number eight as Wonder Woman's main love interest in the funny books, as they say in this article. And uh yeah, he's gonna it's gonna be directed by Patty Jenkins to be released in twenty seventeen. And, uh, yeah, of course, he's going to play Captain James T. Kirk one more time yeah. in Star Trek Beyond. Uh, which Star Trek Star- Beyond? Yes. That's the name of the title? That's the name of the title. Star Trek Beyond? Star mm-hmm. Trek Beyond. Beyond what? Yeah. <laughs> Got to watch the movie to find out, which will uh, arrive, uh, will start you next month and arrive in July of 2016. Yes. So uh, all right. That one. Apparently, Simon Pegg's writing the script. Yeah. yeah. And he's writing an homage in for uh, Leonard Nimoy. Yeah, I mean, which I I think is fucking well, awesome. yeah. But Simon Pegg's a good writer to begin with. Oh hell I yeah, love Simon Pegg. Yeah. So I'm I'm looking forward to that one, especially if he's if he got his writing credits on it. All right, well, so that is the new news I have. For Yay! This All right, so uh, thanks for listening, everybody. Thanks for being patient with us for having given us the two weeks off. As you can tell, we were globe trotting and shacking up. <laughs> <laughs> so getting yeah. our clam steamed. That's right. All right. Waxed, polished, and steamed. Past the old bay. So, uh, if you want to catch this shenanigans live again, tune in next week. Yes, we'll be here. Yes, we will be here. Yep. 6 to 9.30 p.m. Eastern Standard Time on AquanetRadio.com, iTunes Radio, TuneIn, and iHeartRadio. This is a Aquanet Radio on those apps. While you're at it, don't forget to go to Facebook and go to our Facebook page at Geeksters Radio. And like us. And like us. 
And check us out, the about thing. Okay, I've got paused because my phone all of a sudden decided to think I'm talking to it for some reason. I was wondering what the hell was going on over yeah. there. I'm like, you're, I, I think your phone's sentient. See, here's the thing is, though, my phone is activated because it's got a voice act, and there's yeah. a three-word code that I can say that will make it, you know, start up. Hey, yo, bitch. No. <laughs> I didn't say any of those words. None of us said those words. So I'm telling you, your phone is sentient. I think it's, you know. Xbox on. <laughs> not that one no I'd be like fuck Xbox and everybody listening with an Xbox just went you asshole yeah that's right Xbox off everyone's like fuck I was streaming this thing through my Xbox we just lost 50 listeners yeah awesome <laughs> hey. follow us on Twitter at Geeksters and follow us on Instagram at Geeksters Radio um, if you want to catch uh I can tell you right now, Ed and I will be doing bonus material for the podcast breakdown. Yeah. Because we have to talk uh, Gotham. Because yes. you and I saw the season finale of Gotham, so we got to talk about that. Plus, also, we only did like a half hour, 45 minutes of news. We got to, you know, fill or fill or fill. <laughs> so, you know, so if you want to hear our take on Gotham, you're going to have to go to either um, hit the about button on the Facebook page to find out where you can download it. Or if you want to be lazy, you go to wordswithgeeks.com or iTunes, and we're in there too. But if you want to contact Ed on anything you've seen or heard, since you're assuming you're watching the Facebook. Yeah. You go, you can contact him at ed at wordswithgeeks.com. Or you can contact Erica at erica at wordswithgeeks.com. Or you can contact Sean at sean at wordswithgeeks.com. And thanks for listening. Bye! And we're back, folks. Welcome back. Yep. So that's pretty much the show. Yeah. I got nothing really much else to add. Uh, we're all laughed out. We're all talked out. It's just time to say goodbye. Yep. See you next time. You don't have to go home, but you can't stay here. What? Yeah, so uh, thanks for listening again. Um, we appreciate your loyalty mm-hmm. and listenership. All we ask in return is one brief moment of kindness for you to go to Facebook, go to Words with Geeks, not Words with Geeks, go to Geeksters Radio and hit the like button. Yes. But if you want to go to wordswithgeeks.com, you can too, and or iTunes to find past, present, future shows, or... Hit the, hit the about button in the Facebook page to do all that. <laughs> to tell your friends where to go to download the show. <laughs> if, yeah. If you want to tell your friends where to download the show, either. Uh, you know what? Fuck this. I'm just, now I'm just, I'm, I'm, I can feel myself digging in deeper going, no, no, do this. Try to fix it. Try to, you can do it, Sean. You can, no, you know what? Let's just, folks, go to Facebook. Geeksters Radio. Hit the like button. Tell your friends about it. Hit the about button so you can tell them where to download the show if you haven't already downloaded it from wordswithgeeks.com or iTunes. Go to, go, to, go to Instagram to go to Geeksters Radio or to follow us on Twitter at, at Geeksters. Or you can What's go that to Instagram one there, buddy? You fucked up too. It's Geeksters it's, Radio. It's Geeksters Radio. When you listen to the playback, you didn't even mention Geeksters Radio. <laughs> then, You're like, follow us on Instagram. And don't forget to follow us. I'm, I'm laughing because I can see you can tell you're frustrated. You're, 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 you're animated. God damn it, you fucking moron. Like, if I could, I'd pull my, put myself over my knee and spank me. <laughs> like, you're bad, Sean. Get it together, man. But yes, go to our Twitter page. At Geeksters or on Instagram at Geeksters Radio. There. Or tune in on Sunday nights live. And we do it live, that is. <laughs> from 6 p.m. to 9.30 p.m. Eastern Standard Time on AquanetRadio.com, iTunes Radio, TuneIn, and iHeartRadio. Just search Aquanet Radio on those apps. And if you want to contact Ed on anything, you can contact him about anything, actually. Contact him at ed at wordswithgeeks.com. Or you can contact Sean at sean at wordswithgeeks.com. Yes, tell me what an ass I am. <laughs> Sean, no talk good. <laughs> or you can contact Erica at erica at wordswithgeeks.com. Me and fan. Me want say Sean not talk good. I do that at sean at wordswithgeeks.com to tell Sean he am dumb. Thanks, my biggest fan is Bizarro. (laughs) (laughs) Hello. (laughs) Me love you. (laughs) You hate me? No, I love you. (laughs) All right. 
Me M. Sean. Me M. Bizarro. <laughs> me big fan. <laughs> <laughs> thanks? No, me like you. Again? Thanks? No, me kill you. Me. <laughs> he never says kill him, does he? Anyway, all right, you know what? Enough of this bad one. Let's get the hell out of here. All right, see you later, folks. That was wonderful. Bravo. I loved that. Oh, it was great. Well, it was pretty good. Well, it wasn't bad. Well, there were parts of it that weren't very good, yeah, though. It could have been a lot better. I didn't really like it. It was pretty terrible. It was bad. It was awful. It was terrible. Get him away. Hey, boo. Boo.